The Chemic Royals Cricket Club podcast is proud to be sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735. Yes, we're back again, playing the tune that is so familiar, familiarised with the Kenwood Cricket Club. Yeah, it's synonymous, some would say. Yeah, massive week of cricket, and we're back again, which is huge. Stephen, how are you? Um, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. That's good to hear. Now, obviously, we do have a big, big guest coming in soon. He's played in premierships. He's bowled to premierships. He's batted to premierships. He's done it all. Uh, metaphorically, uh, spiritually, and physically a large presence. Look, we'll preview it now. Very soon this episode you'll be hearing from the one and only Braden Lovekey. Get around him. Very exciting times. He's not far away. He's in the waiting room, in the green room if you... If you would you go to the green room? I, I, I do. Yeah. I do and I would. He's in the and cha- I will. He's in the change room waiting to bat, so yeah. he's in next. So let's go into a few games. As you know, I like to mix it up. I don't usually like to go with the same thing each week. So look, Let's start with fourth grade and let's work our way down because obviously, pretty good week for the club. Unfortunately, fourth grade didn't get the W, but still some good signs in there from a few players. So we'll, we'll go through that early. Uh, starting off now, it didn't start too well. Narducci and uh, Smith opening the batting. Uh, a, a very niche opening batting combination that I dare say won't ever be repeated again. You got to. The, the strange thing is, obviously, we know Jacob Lands here. I just really wonder. What Lansing would have been thinking where he looks up in the field and sees Hayden Arducci walking out to open the batting? I think he'd be like, fuck's going on here? Yeah, I I don't think he would have been going, ah, yes, as I expected. Mm. Uh, Mitchell Smith as well. Uh, interesting option. Uh, I'm surprised you were batting at three. I sort of get why uh, Mitchie was was put up to open. Okay. Did a good job in the second dig against uh, Coburn. Yep. Really, uh, really, you know... Applied himself and, and took up some time. Yeah. So I sort of I get why. Look, it didn't pay off. Yeah. Uh, seven ball duck. Could have been better. Fair enough. Uh, you bat at three. You made eighteen, was it? Yep. Yep. Very good. Uh, it was a struggle. Uh, now, now, I, this is a question I've got to ask you. So you got out LBW in the end, correct? Correct. Uh, you believe that was not out? That one, I don't believe. No. But the umpire adjudicated as such uh, that it wasn't. Now you, now, you say that one you don't believe. Now, I've been speaking with Lansmere. He reckons you were out two to three other times they'll climb LBW in that innings. That's a ludicrous statement. Yep. And I'd go as far as to say slanderous. So that's not the case, in your opinion? There was definitely one where I got hit on the toe in front of all three on the crease, uh, on the full, and the umpire said, no, that's not out. Uh, and they all they all really kicked up a stink about that one. Uh, Did it feel and, out, batting? Oh, very, <laughs> very out. But you know, I'm not going to walk for an LBW. No, if I, if I hit not. it, I'd walk. But uh, otherwise, no, I'll probably just uh, probably hang around. Yeah, fair enough. Now, from there, Benny Howard came in at number four, got out for eight. Uh, the rumour I heard, I heard described from Sean Ingram, or, and from Ben to Sean, was it was probably the one bad ball, that spin ball, and Ben's eyes just absolutely lit up, and he went to give it a whack and, and top-edged it straight up. Pretty, pretty accurate, yeah. So it was his first over as well, the left-arm spinner. Uh, yeah. 
one of their first graders they dropped down. And yeah, he got a short one and he thought this is Christmas time and he got right under it and yeah, just yeah, right. skied it. Now, 8 off 20, obviously, Ben Howard, as we know, 8 off 20 is not usually his sort of... Not his normal clip. Yeah, would, would you say... Maybe he needs to play a bit more of his natural game, or was it okay for the situation, or what? How do you see it? I obviously didn't see it. Uh, I thought I thought he did play his uh, his normal game. There were there were a couple that he a couple that he went for. I mean, to, to be honest with you, like the start, the, the quality of bowling was was pretty high. They had a, had a young bloke bowling from uh, the end uh, that he ended up getting out from, uh, and he was bowling really good good clip. Yeah. Right. Um. So I think he was just being respectful of good bowling. Yeah. Fair enough. Now, moving on down this list, we had the captain, Colby Shocker, gone for two off 20. That's a big, big wicket, isn't it? Yeah, look, and he probably should have had a bit more. Um, he absolutely laced an on-drive, uh, me at the non-strikers, and tried to jump out of the way, only for it to hit the absolute uh, middle of my He did tell me about that, yeah. Yeah, so I probably, not only did I drop a catch off him, I probably cost him at least three, if not four. Al Martin, seven off 26 there, just uh, getting out the lands me bold. Yeah, it was a it was a yucky leave too. It was a real. He yuck. left it on his stumps. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, and lands me a bowling sort of uh, against the breeze. He he sort of like armball swung it in from outside off to take off stump. Yeah, right. Yeah, and standing at the non-strikers and watching off stump sort of cartwheel out of the ground didn't didn't feel great. Now, really glad with this bloke. Obviously, batted for me last game, made forty nine, and was hoping he could carry it on. He's gone up the fourth game, made thirty. Connor Breed. Yeah, look, he applied himself greatly. He batted really, really well. Um, the surprise packet of the of the innings for me. He he batted, yeah, for good good fifty nine balls. Yeah, really applied himself. And he was scoring runs when it was when it was tough because we were the way Landsman actually described it with me looked like he he said he came up with good intent to score. Mm. So yeah, absolutely. And you got a couple of balls and yeah, he put them away. Yeah, he, he batted really well. It's good, very pleasing. A uh, little bit of lower order madness to try and nearly get you over the line. Unfortunately, Kyle Harvey with his third duck in a row. Yeah, look, I I did say to him, it's going to be real hard for you to play cricket if you can't keep the ones out off the pegs. Mm. Uh, this week he just uh, yeah he got one and he just he just flayed at it and because it was the quick the the quick their quick bowler yeah um, and the bloke who caught it it slipped had a real good set of hands yeah like right. one he caught Colby's as well just real real good good set of mitts on him and yeah wasn't dropping anything uh, now number ten uh, or number eight sorry uh, no number nine I can't count John Safiotti nineteen the man um, Sean told me look felt like they were really batting well together and he felt he said you know Maddie was John Taff felt real comfortable going well and then he just suddenly got bowled by Lansmere he said he he felt like they're in a bit of control at this point that they were building something yeah when uh, so we were at that stage we would have been 8 for 107 mm. chasing the 150 58 to win and we yeah. sort of like sitting on the sidelines were like Chuck can get like a twenty odd, yeah, and John Saf can be there at the end. Like we're a real sniff. And you even had Ian coming in next to, yeah, clearly not not an under not, eleven, not an eleven for sure. So um, yeah. we yeah we we were definitely up and about. And when John came off, he did his customary apology, um, and then he said, "Oh, just yeah, I missed a straight one. I just missed a straight one." Yeah. Um, Cricket's a tough game without missing the straight ones. Yeah, very, very, very true. Ian Archibald came in at the end. They put in another 18, got you to 125, which unfortunately wasn't enough. Now, I have to ask, this dog sending you back in the bowl? Yeah, look, we were... So, obviously, we're all sitting on the boundary. Uh, they're walking off. 
so we we batted 65 overs. Uh, you know, you lose a couple for the changeover. So we're talking like, what, six, seven overs, something like that. And the Landsmere said, oh, yeah, we'll have another stick, thanks. And I'm I'm laying down on the boundary. And I'm, I call out to him. I said, brother, you got cold beers here? Yeah. And there's, there's a bloke named Cameron Bancroft probably still batting over at that other ground over there. Probably want to go have a beer and watch him have a stick while AJ Ty bowls to him instead of standing around the field and bowling at you blokes. Yeah, very very good call. Uh, unfortunately, Alas. you did go on to lose that game. Did get a wicket when you went back out, so exciting times. It was quite funny. Uh, we tried to make the best of a bad situation. Uh, so uh, Al was standing at a, at a gully. Uh, we're fielding with 10 because Gooch had already left. Um, and... <laughs> Archer's bowling to him, you know, spinning it up, tossing it up. Uh, and again, Saha just having real trouble, real trouble in playing him. Um, and then Al says, says out, calls out to me, he goes, gee, this bloke has a real hard, hard time playing you, Warman. And I said, and then I said to him, Addy, you know, like, you bowl, you bowl spin, mate. You should be able to play this. You should know what he's going to do. And then I was like, yeah, you shouldn't be able to have a hard time with this. You should just hit it out of the park. And then he skies one and Colby catches it. Bang. Very, very next ball. And Alan and I have a chuckle to ourselves. So that was the, that was the main takeaway for me in that uh, third innings. All right, we'll jump off uh, fourth grade for a bit because we did preview it earlier, Stephen. Uh, probably the close to the biggest guest we've ever had on the podcast. We had James August early on. I tell you what, he'd be top five. We had a couple on the phone. Um, but this guy's come in the studio and it's very exciting times. He once drove to this suburb to help me fix my car that wasn't actually broken. Uh, Braden Lovkey, welcome. How are you? Going well, sir. Going well. Thank you for having me on. Uh, very exciting times. I know that you semi-retired now. You don't you don't come down as often as we'd like you to, as no, much as we no, try. Enjoying semi-retirement, Matthew. Enjoying semi-retirement. Uh, you did play one game this year, which we did manage to win. One of our few wins of the year. So we sort of see you as potentially our good luck charm. Mm. Uh Good performance of yourself, though. Forfa. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a scratchy forfa. Very good, <laughs> good late, not good early. Not good early. You did take a while to get into your rhythm. Then you came out batting at four. I don't think you came into, what, the 30th over? Yeah, long time in pads, Matthew. But uh, put on 20-odd? Again, a very, very scratchy 22. A lot of reverse V action. A lot of reverse V action. Still 20. Now, Kemp, you've played a fair bit of cricket with braids. A little bit. Uh Memories, times. What? What? How? How do you see the great man? The fondest. The fondest of memories. His first year down at the club, we won a won a premiership. See, you, you, you're the missing piece of the puzzle, Braves. It's very true. There has been a few flags, which has been nice. Yeah. Now, um, there are a few things I wanted to ask you because I've noticed I haven't played as much cricket as you as some other people, but the times I have played with you, I noticed I was speaking to Kemp about this before. You, you, you do have white line fever. You're so calm off the field. Very much and you're so. pretty calm on the field. But then there'll be moments that you get a bit excited. Oh. I know. I notice... Do, do you get embarrassed when you get excited? Because I feel like sometimes you, you'll celebrate and then as soon as you celebrate, you go, no, no, Braves, stop. Uh, I'm notorious for my white line fever. It doesn't matter what sport it is, but cricket definitely brings it out of me. Try and be calm and rest of my life. But yeah, as soon as I get over that white line and get a small piece of leather in my hand... Ironically, we'll try and kill blokes at about 103 kilometres an hour. Because <laughs> I th- that one day B's game you played, I remember you got your fourth wicket, and I think you bowled him, and you you sort of gave it a bit, and then you went, nah, nah, nah put I it thought, back in the pocket. I thought after playing a fair bit of, uh, whilst not being high grade, but fourth grade and stuff, dropping down to one day B's to fill in probably shouldn't rip out the chainsaw for a bloke batting at 10. <laughs> oh, I reckon you should have ripped it out for the first one. 
to yeah. be honest. Yeah, it was there, but just thought I'd keep it in the holster. Now, um, do, you, do you consider yourself Kenwick Shane Watson? Uh... Not particularly. I would throw everything upstairs if they're... I'm, I'm never out. So that'd be about the only uh, similarity between me and the great Watto. Because I know you've been called or referred to yourself as... No, no. Al, Al Martin, young Alistair, referred to me as a one-day seas Watto back a, a good decade ago. Because I think uh, Braid probably is nearly fitting that mould a bit more these days. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've gone into like a, a wicketkeeper batsman sort of <laughs> role. And yeah, Braid's is definitely more Watto areas than myself. How many uh, premierships have you ended up with under your belt, Braids? Uh, I believe it's at least three, potentially four, but I think three. I reckon I can remember three. Yeah, I think there's been three. three. And a couple of losing ones as well, unfortunately, mm, Matthew. Gee, that should have been five. Should have been five. Yeah. Still some good times. Now, I wanted to ask you as well, and I think you might have played one game with him. Um, did you end up playing a game with Murray Williams? Uh, I believe I played one in one in sixth grade potentially oh, a few years. Yeah. Oh, Maddington. Yes. Can you can you run us through that experience and what what how that game unfolded, etc. It was fairly spiritual, um, as it always <laughs> is when you're playing with uh, Murray. Uh, it was nice to play alongside him. He's obviously someone that's played a lot of cricket. Yes. Um, in similar mould to myself with the white line fever, I guess, and uh, <laughs> and just accurate medium pace. Yeah, fair enough. Now, were you surprised when Murray got a bowl that day? I was quite surprised, but it was nice to see. Um, <laughs> if someone's stepping up into the top grade as a bowler, you'd hope they'd get the pill at some point. Did you did you think it was a strategic option to bring him up, or you? I think pr- probably we needed just that someone to fill the void. Um, so it was nice just to see him come and step straight into the mould. The distinct irony of shopping Versace to get a wicket, <laughs> but using Murray Williams to shop Versace. <laughs> well, I heard that he actually had a catch dropped off his bowling as well. Potentially. I can't remember. I heard... Well, I think I heard Al dropped a bit. It was like absolutely smoked to Al at short cover. And I wouldn't surprise me with Alistair. Now, uh, batting, batting, obviously, you don't usually bat up the order too often. No. No, it's been uh, a steady fall from grace with the bat with Kenwick. But there, ha- there have been some, some big moments with the bat that I remember. I, I remember uh, a couple of years ago at Cove, and we didn't get the win, but you were crucial in that... Uh, little partnership with Minge at the end and then I remember a guy dropped a sitter off you and then took like a one-handed absolute screamer yeah yeah, yeah. which uh, was probably fair because he dropped the sitter before so it was probably the uh, cricketing gods getting uh, back another one the one day final at Sutherland I'm pretty sure you went out there and hit a couple of real quick runs to mm. try to get the job done there as well is that correct yeah there was um, yeah somehow managed to go out and actually get some out of the middle which was nice <laughs> also Tried to break Shereni's shoulder as best I could by making him run a very, very tight two. <laughs> to be fair, we got there. So, Ryan, if you're listening, uh, there was always two there, mate. Uh, He's never been the same. No. <laughs> His back's done now, so did you reckon he caused that? It's probably, uh, it's probably a precipitating factor, Matthew. Fair enough. Now, you've played the one game for the year. Do, do we plan on seeing you again? There's, it... p- there's potential for later on in the year. Oh. I might come back. Um, but a lot of weddings on the calendar and such, so... Um, but yeah, if there's a free weekend, I'm sure I'll be down in the mighty Royal Blue. Do you, do you miss it or is it more just, gee, I, I like having a free Saturday? It is nice having a free Saturday and being able to play more golf and that kind of thing as well, which is good, but I do miss it. Um, the camaraderie of the club is the important thing, obviously, with 
whilst we play good cricket, the standard of cricket is sometimes questionable with us. Um, <laughs> we all enjoy ourselves, which I think is the important part. Um, yeah, it's just nice to be around guys that have all similar interests, I guess. You did miss out the other week. I tried to get you in. We had Liam Gardner and Ben Saunders I know, play. very exciting. A lot of great Southern talent in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's been a few of us over the time. I think I'm the one of seven, I think, from the from 6324 from Mount Barker to play for Kenwick. Um, originally, it was the two council brothers. And then um, the rest of us have come along and played games here and there. Now, you said you've listened to a couple of the podcasts before. You're up to date, aren't you? Uh, I may be one behind, but I've listened to a couple. So what you're going to tell me is that you have heard of the name game before. I have heard Stephen do very well at the name game, Ooh, I believe. Okay. Which I don't think I'll be quite as good at. Well, we're going to we're gonna find out now. I've got a little You've bit of... You've done some research, a... haven't you? No, oh, I don't know. I reckon he might. Cheeky have. little sticky bag. We're gonna. I'm gonna play a little bit of a, an opener, and then we're we're gonna jump into it. The name, the name, the name game. All right. So Kempy was doing some research today, just looking through my cricket, and we found your debut game for the club. Well, what we believe oh. your debut game was, unless there was some secret one we didn't know about. No, that probably would have been it. Now, what's going to happen is we're going to go through that. We're going to go through that game, and you're going to have to try and tell me the people who played in that game. That's a um, long time ago, Matthew. Now, before we get into it, do you remember your debut? Do you remember anything about it? Uh, I remember bowling and surprisingly, I, I believe, taking a wicket, which, um, and I think Chadwick was captain at the time, or possibly Thompson, but either way, they were very surprised when I actually hit the pitch with a couple of my first few deliveries. <laughs> do you... Uh, <laughs> was that you the, You were the surprise I think by, I think everyone was everyone. surprised. Did you... um? Do you know if you do you remember if you won the game? Do you remember who it was against? I don't remember if you won the game. It could have been Champion Lake, something like that. Oh, that sounds. I right remember right. they were in ad grade, but well, do you want to tell him what actually so, actual happened that year? Yeah, so the first game that you actually played was against Champion Lakes in One Day A's. Your actual debut was round one against Armadale, and it was washed out. Yes, that was correct. That was a good day of cricket. <laughs> and we went over and watched the second side. Mm. Because that was when we thought Mills Part 1 was going to be our main ground, which was a stupid decision. It was yeah. Mills too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I reckon we'll go with the Champion Lakes game. Yep. So do you think you can go through and see how many you can list off here of that 11 that played that day? I'll can, be happy if I can get four or five. Can I tell you, it's real. there's some real niche areas. Yeah, I thought there might be. Um, I believe Stephen would have been playing that day. Yep. Alastair Martin would also have been playing, I yep. believe. Two. Christopher Chadwick would have been in that side. Yep, as the captain. Uh, Jason Thompson would have been in that side. Correct, that's four. Potentially a Lewis Walden. Oh, no. No, no Lewis no, Walden. No. Which would have been a safe shout, I would have yeah, thought. Yeah, unlucky. Keep going. Um, Sibby Thomas. Oh, yes. Yes, there we 24 go. batting at three, Sibby Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know who else would have been opening the batting with Jason. It would have been... Daniel Jackson's played a lot of games, but I don't know if he would have been in that side. Depends what what swing it was. Uh, I'm trying to think who else were our bowlers. We had, obviously, Stephen um, trundling at that point. Was Manu playing that game? No, this is just, just prior to Manu. He so came he- down and started hitting some... Gargantuan sixes. Yeah. It's quite funny. I actually started the year as the keeper. No, so you didn't, Paul. Which, which means Stephen was opening the batting with Jason. Mm. It's quite funny, actually. We fielded first, as we do. Mm. Always. And Alistair being in first slip and me keeping, he turns to me and goes, 
what are you doing caping? He goes, well, I was like, yeah, we haven't got a caping, mate. I got a cape. He goes, we're really doing this. You're, you're caping. I'm like, yeah, we well, don't have a choice, mate. He's like, well, okay. <laughs> and look where we've got to. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think of other players who definitely would have had the ball in their hand, but that's about the extent of you, what I've got. Well, you, I know we won a flag, and there was a few more later on in the year that came in. Yeah. Your K-Man, et cetera. But you've mentioned one of the players already. You played in a premiership with him yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Probably played in a couple of premierships with him, actually. Yeah, there'd be a few. Well, this is our worst performance ever on the name game. So I'm you should surprised. be disappointed. I oh, know. Some um, real niche areas. We'll go through a few of them. So for, I was, I actually was in your department. I didn't think you got the K-Man to late in the year, but the K-Man did play. He played. Yeah, there you I, go. K-Man. I thought he came around the Manu time. hands in the West. I actually remember when Manu came, and because he was early on, he started in the Ds, <laughs> and he was just hitting these bombs on the hallway and not having this bloke for long. Like, we'll hold on to the U for a while. I think his first out. game, he nearly hit one onto Bickley Road at Mills 2, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. Uh, other players to feature in that game, we had Tony Wright. Oh, yes, Spidley. Uh Tom Bryant. Oh, yes. Batting at number nine. Or won a premiership with him also. Uh, Ryan Cherini at 10. Cherini, yes. Obviously would have bowled a lot. This one, I don't think you would have got. Nick Jackson at 11. Nick Jackson. I remember playing a lot of cricket with Nick Jackson. Also oh. bowled very, very well that whole year. Old yeah. Lego head. Yeah. yeah. Didn't play in the Premiership, did he? Sort of no. left mid-season. No, didn't. didn't unfortunately. Play. I remember uh, that same year, we also had um, two new fills. They started in the Ds. They went up for a bit. Um, what was his name? He was a blonde head. He's quite angry and quick. Oh, uh, Max Duffy. Max Duffy. <laughs> That's uh, the... Very fast. Yeah. And Craig Johnson. And Craig Johnson, his mate, yeah. who was okay. Yeah. But... Uh, and now we don't know where they are. I wouldn't have a clue. Depressed maybe, that they're not playing for Kenwick, I'd imagine. Maybe my cricket will tell me. I don't know. But Max Duffy was a real, real angry man from memory. He uh, Sharp. He was sharp. Got quite angry. That was before Reese Clark. So mm, mm. I guess you could say he was the original Reese Clark. Mm. Both just tear away young quicks. Did you know Reese Clark started buying off spin now? Has he? I In quite like that. I enjoy one. that. Do you? I do. I, I, could, I could see myself becoming an off spin. <laughs> Adds five years to it'd your be, career. Yeah, it'd be like a Chris Chadwick, just association drifter. No spin, no turn, just drift. Well, I was working with Caddy in the Nets again on, I think it was Sunday we were down there, and he got a wrong and to turn. He got a wrong He got a wrong and to turn. Did you throw gravel you. on the pitch again, Matthew? I didn't. I, I, I said, look, I said, we've been trying to get you to bowl wrong for four years. That's the first one that's turned. There you go. So Things are changing. Fingers crossed, but... Obviously, with Ian Archibald just dominating yeah, in fourth he's, grade, he's not really needed there, is he? He can Th- finally focus on being a specialist batsman. <laughs> 13 wickets at about eight and a half for Warman. Would he be leading fourth I grade? I think he's third in the association. Well, that's upsetting. I really want him to win the whole thing. Oh, well. I think if he plays a few more games, he will. Uh, have you been keeping up with the podcast play of the year, Braves? Uh, not keep- I've heard the votes, but I haven't heard who's leading or anything yeah, like I'm, that. I don't even know who's no. leading, but we'll know at the end of the year. Um, I like the idea. You like the idea? Yeah. I think it could become the club's biggest uh, prize of all time. I agree. I'd say now go podcast play of the year, champion player. Yeah. One day fielding award, probably in the third place. Duck award. Duck award. Duck award's right up there. The duck award is quite big. Have either of you won that before? Thankfully, no. Surprisingly, no. I haven't. Neither I must have I. gone close. I, I bought a few with Murray's name on it, I promise you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was right in the mix of the... Ducks in the decade, but I think Vin Richards won that in the end. Yeah, there was quite a few. Vin yeah. got a lot, I believe, and Jason wasn't far behind. Yeah, I think Jason was, was second. Yeah. However, when you've played probably 200 games in the decade, it probably you're going to yeah, have a, you're gonna have a few. Yeah. You're going to get a few, aren't you? In in terms of the podcast player of the year, 
we were talking last week. There was there was, there was a rumor, a bit of innuendo oh, about about there being a, an award, a prize, and I can confirm right here and now that the winner of the podcast player of the year is going to get a brand new cricket bat supplied by Rooster Cricket. Oh, that's very huge. very exciting. That's that. um that's as big as it gets, Stephen. You've done. Phenomenal stuff there. There's a strong chance that a, either a, a Jay Collingwood or an I Archibald is probably going to Ooh, walk away yeah. with a new cricket bat at the That'd end of the That'd be right even. in the mix. And Ian has been using my stick a little bit, so he could probably benefit mm. probably benefit from one. So Ian has not had a bat since he came to this club. That's okay. He just, he, he just went, I'm borrowing. not buying one. Yeah. I'm just going to keep borrowing. I've and I respect my, him for it. I've still got my S, S. Thomas MRF made of the best cashmere. <laughs> <laughs> still does the job? Uh, no. No, Never not at did. all? Well, I'd just like to say thank you to Josh at Rooster Cricket. We recently got our uh, apparel through Rooster Cricket. Looks and, good. And it's coming up cherry ripe. So I reckon we'll invite Josh down to uh, to the wind-up and we'll get him to present the new stick to the winner of the Podcast Player of the Year. For sure. Well, we're still waiting for, is it the club shirts and the hats? Correct. They are, they're on their way. Now, let me ask your opinion on this, Braids. Mm. I'm a big bucket hat fan, mm-hmm. so we have got some bucket hats in the works. Are you a bucket hat man? I probably wouldn't run a bucket hat, but uh, mm. the Terry Towling bucket hat that I've seen yeah. that Liam Gardner was very happy to pull out in his first game for yep. the club. Yeah, um, they are a, a niche look, but a good look. Um, do, you, do you go with the cap or the brim usually? I usually go with the cap. However, uh, for any of the other Kenwick Royals players with a baggy blue. Don't leave it in a bucket of nappy sand because it will go to a baggy grey. <laughs> it will lose colour. <laughs> mm. Now. Uh, I don't know how many games you play. I'm going to, going to have a quick look at this. Uh, do you have any uh, ones that you remember fondly that were exciting or a bit different or a bit niche? Something happened that shouldn't have happened or something exciting happened? I know you took a 10 for one day, didn't you? I did. That was... Uh, there was only 18 wickets in that match as well, Matthew. <laughs> but uh, the quality of batting was uh, questionable out in the middle of Canning Vale. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, very good conditions for swing bowling. I distinctly remember it was probably the second innings and I reckon he was maybe batting an eight or nine and given they only had ten, I think, or at that point. And Braids decides to come around the wicket mm. and this bloke is like shaking like a tree in a storm. He's like leaves everywhere, all over the show. And by the time Braids has actually delivered the ball, this bloke's like almost off the edge of the pitch, like scared. On the offside. <laughs> yeah, like running running away from the ball. Wow. And I also then remember Tomo laughing and just being like, stop playing with him, mate. Just put him out of his misery. <laughs> Ryan Shereni was very generous that day because he bowled well outside off stump for a large portion of the game so I could get my 10. <laughs> oh, what a nice man. It was. Now, do you, can you guess how many games you play for the club? It'd be probably around the 70 mark, I would say. Oh, yeah. 70 or 80. Yeah, you've done your research. 74. 74. So you've been on my cricket all I week. Just... just checking up to see if I've made anything of, uh, I guess, importance, but there's not a lot there. And where were you playing before you played for Kenwick? Uh, just down home, mate. So down Mount Barker is yeah, where I'm no. from. Um, so I played cricket down there for juniors and then Mount Barker for a year of seniors and then played with... Liam and Ben Saunders oh, yeah. um, for Kendon Up Cricket Club for a yeah. little while, for one year, and then moved up here, stopped playing altogether, and then uh, unfortunately started dating a lovely girl um, <laughs> who is now my fiancée. Unfortunately, she is cousins with Chris Chadwick, yeah, okay. so thus oh, no. Kenwick Cricket Club. So chances of, will, will you get married on the podcast or probably it's, not? There's, there's chances, that I'd say it'd be a, down, a downside cheaper yeah, than getting married enough. anywhere else, but... Uh, <laughs> 
may get a little bit of um, pushback for that one, I'd imagine. Bit of resistance. Mm. Now, this uh, this Ben Saunders fella mm. comes down probably for one game every three years Yes. and dominates. What, who, who is this bloke? He is one of those people you don't like hanging around with on a sporting sense because he's just a natural at everything he picks Clearly. up, which really hurts the soul. So country cult cricketer, obviously very good footballer, waffle footballer. A few Bernie Nailers, likes kicking a snag. Um, but yeah, any ball that he picks up, he's quite good at. However, still got him on the golf course, which is oh. near and dear to my heart because he's probably nearly made as many runs for Kenwick as I have in, <laughs> in, in two hits. <laughs> he actually, uh, the game he played this year, because I've messaged him a couple of times when we're real desperate. I've heard it's weekly, Matthew. It, get, it is getting <laughs> weekly now these days. Um and he's probably going, who, who are you? Uh, anyway, he said he couldn't play. Then got LG to play, and then LG messaged me back an hour. He goes, "I've taught Ben into play." Yeah. I went, "Oh, lovely." Just a little bit of a little bit of a twist of the arm on your dog. Yeah. Uh, any any questions you want to ask Braves? Anything you want to get into him about? I I want to know uh, your your favourite batting innings for the club because obviously, I mean, the ten is obviously your favourite bowling innings. It was right up there. Um, Your favourite batting innings? Bat innings. Because um, I have a favourite of yours. I'm a big fan of, I believe there was a game at Piara Waters where I got to stand at the other end. I managed to hit a Zach myself, which was surprising, especially for the fielding side. But watching Aaron Atkinson shell peas all around that uh, ground was spectacular watch. So that was probably <laughs> one of the best batting innings, I'd say. There's been a couple of stodge efforts. The other one would be probably when Dev Singh cost us a carton of beer when Chris said if we bat out our full innings and I just left the ball for like over after over and <laughs> Dev came out and left one on his pads and oh. got plum LBW with four balls to go. No. We saw Dev a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he's a good-looking man. He's a good-looking rooster. Mm. And uh, he's playing twos for yeah. Wilson District. And, <laughs> and I said, mate, when are you coming back to Kenwick? And he goes... I got you the two premierships. Isn't that enough? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dev. Yeah. Well, not on that day it wasn't, brother. It was not enough. No. So close to a carton off Chadwick, which would have just been over yeah. the sweet. The dream. <laughs> yeah, the dream. My favourite batting innings of you uh, would have probably been very early in your first season against Safety Bay. I think you were batting around the three or four region. You came out and you peeled off at like a 30 or a 40. Mm. And I remember Thompson saying to me, well, we found one here. We found a good one. <laughs> and he was wrong. <laughs> Uh, now, mainly captain by Tom and Chatty. They'd be the main two, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Tom or Chatty, if you had to pick a captain, who are you picking? Just with the experience, um, probably Jason. Um, and also, Jason didn't always bring himself on after the opening <laughs> bowlers had toiled away to take a few cheap wickets. But no, both very good captains. Obviously, a lot of success for the club for both of them individually, but also as skippers. So. Chatty like coming on when the tail was in? No, he just would come on after you just like ground the batsman down and then he'd just give him a little half tracker and they'd just hit it down, usually my throat, and I'd yeah. have to take the catch. Fair enough. Just to rub salt in the wound, yeah. Do you have a wicket keep? Do you want a wicket keep? We need keepers. No, definitely not. I have uh, I do not have the uh, leg strength to be able to squat more than twice, let alone <laughs> 360 times in a day. Fair enough. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Do you have any favourite games? I know there were the premierships, obviously. Yeah, probably the premierships were um, pretty special, watching Stephen take two of the best wickets of all time and then a third hat-trick ball. Um, <laughs> that was very good. Um, and then 
obviously watching the two Atkinson brothers go bananas at Maddington a couple of years ago. Yeah, that um, was, and then beating them yeah. was nice, and just running a lot of quick twos. Um, but yeah, the premiership games are always pretty special. Um, also hurt though losing to was it Coburn a few years ago. CBC. No, CBC. Yeah. After Mitch Cox strove away for yeah. hours and hours. Um, so close, but so far we seem to fall short when we're chasing small targets. Um, which seems to be a bit of the Kenwick way. It's a shit game cricket, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, very um, much so. Which of your favourites of the three, which is your favourite premiership? Uh, probably the the first Maddington win, I think, where we played um, with Tom Bryant, etc. Mid-season. Mid-season one-day flag was, um, yeah, probably the best of the three. The one-day flag was obviously very good. Um, but, yeah, that was probably the best of the three three or four. Maddington copped it that day. They really copped it. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of luck. They should. I don't think they like coming up against us in yeah, the finals. Obviously, that that last game you played for us was against Maddington mm. and we won. We, we lost them the next week in the T20. Let me tell you, different team to the yeah. one we versed. I saw there was a couple of different names. Yeah. Um, and the only bloke that smacked particularly me and Jake around the week before, you luckily got him out early by the look of it. Yeah, it didn't help. Didn't help. Though. <laughs> it looked like there was a couple other boys that could hold a stick. Uh, when was... Have you got a run? I don't. You wouldn't have lost to Maddington for a long time, I don't think. I can't think of potentially maybe an early round game a couple of years ago, but I don't think there's not that I can remember a game that we've lost Fair against enough. them. Maybe a two day. I think we lost a yeah, two day. Yeah, early two day a there few years a, ago. It was a contentious uh, umpiring decision made uh, against my person by a former club member. Oh, yes, I do recall. Mm. Yes, fair enough. But yeah, no, a lot of good games um, and a lot of different people to play with, which is always nice. So. <laughs> Um, last question, available this week? or uh, Not available this week. Oh. No. I have actually Mitch Cox's Bucks party this week. So oh, right. Big Cox is getting married. So I won't message Coxie either? It might be a stretch, mate. He's, I think oh. it starts at two. So Ooh. he might be able to get a quick oh, innings yeah. in, but you never know. Now, before Braids goes, I want to speak about night cricket. So mm. obviously we have the facilities for night cricket, Braids. Yes. Great idea, right? It's a great Why idea. Why would you want to play at one o'clock in the afternoon in the middle of the heat when you could play at six o'clock? And now we got the T20 weeks, we thought, you know, great chance. Great chance. It was always good fun playing under lights. I remember exactly. playing with uh, Stephen against, I think it was PR Orders and facing, was it Mitch Fifth? Yeah, that was good fun. And he's 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 really fast. Oh, in fun. the F15? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I captained that game. Yeah, uh, that was, I I don't think either of us saw a single ball. We just swung at it. And but you got to, I think you put on about 20 together late. We did, but none of them were in front of the wicket. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I remember we, we it came down like the last day. We nearly mm. we nearly pulled that off. Yeah, which but, would uh, have been a huge coup considering they're first grade uh, first grade club. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so with these T20s, we've been asking clubs. You know, what about night game? What mm. about? We all keep saying no. They go, nah, no, nah, we're all right. And it, it's as if some clubs think they've got an advantage. They're training under lights all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and they just don't want to do it. Training is probably a stretch, but yeah, um, certainly not under lights. Definitely no. not under lights. Um, but yeah, it is. It is a spectacle. Um, yeah. Gets the gets the fans involved. So much more enjoyable to be able to. You finish your game and then you go watch your mates play. Exactly. How often do you get to watch your mates play? Exactly right. I know. I thought this get would a few be great. Juniors down. Teach them the ropes. Like we asked uh, Armadale and it's a couple. Of, we asked Armadale, Piara, Thornley. There's definitely one more. Maddington. Maddington. Two Piara sides in two different. Yeah, grades. two Piara sides in two different grades. They still say no. So Armadale was in a couple of weeks, and I sent him a test, and I said, look, you know, what do you reckon? How about it? And they were like, oh, considering none of our blokes have really played in night cricket and stuff, we... Not, neither of any of ours. Like, 
We're not there every Thursday going, oh, let, let's, we're going to get a big advantage here, lads. This is, this is the week. Mm, so no one's ever done it, and we're giving you the opportunity to do it. So rather than taking the opportunity to do something you've never done before, just say no thanks. Mm. Who have we versed under lights before? We've, we've definitely versed PR, so I'm surprised they said no. Forestdale was the first one. Uh, Coburn. 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 Um, have done PR in the lower grades before. Yeah. Uh, Cannington. Cannington. Yeah, I believe yep. Cannington at yep. some point in one of the lower grades. Yep. Spot on. Yeah. So there's potential there. They've just got to come down and do it. It's a bit of fun. The T20 weeks are the weeks. I think so, the perfect opportunity, the T20 cricket. Because all the other clubs will be listening to this, <laughs> obviously, I respectfully ask you all to turn your brains on and accept our invitation. Yeah. We're not trying to be dogs. We just want to play you out of the heat. For once. Yeah, we just don't want to, you just don't want to sit out yeah. in the sun. No, I'm too pale for that. I want to go down and watch a couple of boys play cricket and then rock up the middle at five o'clock, put some cones out and play in some shade. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? That's all I want to do. Well, Braids, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you, Matthew. Um, I wish I had a gift for you, but I don't. That's fine. Just the, your presence is gift enough, sir. <laughs> but I uh, look forward to hopefully seeing you at Mills Park in a couple of weeks. I'm sure I'll be down for another couple of hits this season, mate. Great to have a uh, legend of the club, Braden Lubke, on. 74 games and three flags. Gee, I'd like just one flag, to be honest. It's been a while since I've had one. But what a pleasure. What Absolute a pleasure, pleasure to have Lubs uh, in studio with us. Loved having him on. So exciting times there. Do you loved you loved having I loved, him? I loved having him on. Nice. Now we got through fourth grade. Let's jump into let's go to the one day Fs and we'll we'll filter back around. One day Fs. Gee, aren't they rolling now? A second win in a row. Gee, I've got a feeling, Steve. You just start to wonder. You just start to think, is there a chance? One day S. One win last year. They've already done the double this year, and things are starting to look a bit better in the one-day F side. Uh, they bowled first. I was keeping an eye on this game because, obviously, that started a bit earlier before ours, and I was looking at it via the live my cricket app. They got off to a good start here. one for 34, and then uh, Mr. Sean Collingwood came on and tightened the screws. Uh, Dave Bentley as well, and Jacob Lockyer. Jacob Lockyer was a wicket on the first ball of his uh, spell, so... Well done to him. Uh, one for 18 off his three. Sean Collingwood, none for 23. Dave Bentley, two for 18 off four. Allegedly a lot of wides in that 18, so it could have been even, even better, but great to see him getting two. Jake Collingwood, one for 13 as well. Now, this is what I want to talk about. The man, the myth, the legend. Don is good. Don Jagadoge, three for 22 off four overs. Jack Mills, none for 10 off one. And Reese Clark continuing the damage, two for 14. Mm. The yuck off spin just gets yuckier. And he just continues his run. He's on fire at the moment. Not sure where uh, the F's wicket takers are, but maybe he's up and around. Maybe he's around the mark. Who knows? Uh, let's have a look at the uh, Kenwick innings. 123 PR set. A little bit of a tough chase. Jake Collingwood and Graham Smith opening the batting. Graham Smith, golden duck. Things are in trouble. One for two. Jake Lockyer comes out. 30 off 23. Remarkable Explosive. striking. Remarkable striking for, for him explosive. Kieran Simmons uh, coming off a couple of centuries in the juniors, couldn't translate in the senior form making one. Zach Howe three but his dad came and said Zach, this is how you do it. 22 off 24, a crucial innings from the hailstorm and then even more crucial from Jack Mills coming at the end, four off eight, just turning the strike over to get Jake Collingwood on strike get the job done. Jake Collingwood 56 not out. G is that man in some form. Carried the bat through and just, yeah, showed showed his quality in his class. 
Phenomenal stuff and a great win for the One Day S. They'll be taking on East Frio this week. A uh, bit of niche information about that East Frio side. Sydney player Chad Warner mm. playing for him. Made 100 on the weekend against Perth Tamil. Now, from all reports, Perth Tamil bowling attack, absolute rubbish. But still going to make 100. So. Yeah, look. You're not going to get... you got to be out there to get them, don't you? Exactly. You're not just going to get given them. Um, Corey Warner is well, his brother, who will be drafted this year. They've been opening with batting together. So... Having a look, it looks like Chad Warner can battle a bit, so he looks a bit dangerous. Mm. I'm waiting for the day where uh, we get uh, AFL-listed players just rolling down to Kenwick for, for a hit. Look, the fact we've got me and Gooch there, Gooch specifically, footy yarn vibes, I reckon there'll be a time we might get one. Gee, it can't come quick enough. Denver Granger Barras, if you're listening, we went to school together. You played for Darling Range in the cricket college. I saw you at Seasons. Look. You said maybe. DGB. I'll see you soon. Uh, hopefully it does come down. Uh, plenty of other stuff to go through. Let's jump into the sixth grade. I like whizzing up and down these grades. Uh, sixth grade, phenomenal win for them. Comfortable win. 177 they made last week. They rolled Quinana for 50. Having a look at that first innings, uh, who was the big wicket taker here? Uh, yes, two for 10, Fabi Menon. Uh, crucial there. Uh, Richard Pino, two for eight. I believe there was also a run out there, was there? Did it get that? Yeah, there was a run out. And Gad Manga must have been maybe potentially a direct hit. He is a sharp fielder mm. with a with a rocket arm. I do I do feel like you may be slightly glossing over one particular oh, aspect. Yeah, and Mendes five for twelve. Um, so they sent him back. They sent Quinana back in. They didn't go and have a bat. So, uh, well, they they enforced uh, the follow follow on. Yeah. Um, they did have a crack at it. Things like Quanana batted a little bit better in this innings. Four for one twenty-eight. Uh, wickets coming to Mendes one for fourteen. Uh, Renewal one for eleven or four. Uh, Richard Pinto one for fifteen, and I'm going to guess there was another run out as well. Well, well, I was talking to Amesh last night, uh, and he said he wanted to give everyone a go. They weren't taking it too seriously. They already got the chocolates. So yeah. I thought, let's everyone have a roll. I like that. I respect that. That's a good idea, and I like it. I'm a big fan. I like that I, because Amesh was listed as keeper, as Amesh listed as captain, wicketkeeper, two overs, none for six. Yeah, that, that's good areas from Amesh as well. That's niche. Um, nothing, nothing like going, you know what? i got the little C next to my name. I might have the gloves for a wee bit, open the batting, and you know what? I feel like a bowl. I'm going to have a roll. Why not? Why not? I'm the king. I'll do what I want. Yeah, I tell you what, that's, that's not abuse of power. That's just sensible cricket. Uh, and it should be encouraged. Now, Sharon also made 20-odd the first week as well, so finding a little bit of form with the bats, about time. For a bloke whose nickname is The Package, he promises so much and delivers so little. Look, he got Pfeiffer, but let's be honest. Yeah, look, we, we talk shit. We love you, Package. We obviously love you. Um, stop hiding in sixth grade and start, <laughs> and start performing in fourth grade. Yeah, step up. Uh, all and plus, you know, all these wickets were bowled on the weekend, so it's not, you can't have been bowling a good batsman. Imesh actually did say to me, he's bowling some real good areas, like, and even Rav as well. It was like outside off, and then blokes are trying to drive him to recover, and then losing the leg peg. Well, look, all I'm going to say is, and she told me, I guess I don't know what happened. I bowled so well, didn't do it for me last year, you dog. Remember what you bowled in that semi-final, Sean? It was called shit house. Mm. So keep trying, you dog. <laughs> we'll move on to the one day bees. Uh, having a look at one day bees here. Uh, we had a good win, Stephen. Uh, we're back in business. 
What a win it was. Uh, over the undefeated PR Waters, we batted first made 156. Um, handy to have Tyler Sigert bat- opening the batting made 84 off 58. Gee, he picks up length real well. Uh, Quality stick. There was a lot of balls that like didn't look that short, but just a tad short, and he was all over it. Hit some balls into the school as well, which was good to see. Dash opened the batting with him. Actually was looking quite solid, and then just absolutely barbecued himself after Dash. three. Uh, Luke Shapers really looked really solid. Um, that 10 off 13 could be uh, deceiving, but played his role, just kept taking the strike over. Uh, Dalton King batted well as well for his 19. So Rav hit a lovely four before he got out, trying to uh, whip one of the legs side bowled. Alex King, a little bit of a cameo, 24 off 13. Uh, LG hit on the pad first ball, and let me tell you, Jax was up real quick. Oh, Daniel. But it was it was plump, to be fair. But uh, just give yourself some time to assess the situation, Jax. Yeah, look, there's a process, Daniel. You need to... You can't have all in, in that short space of time figured out where the ball uh, has pitched... Uh, where it's hit and where it's going to. Surely take a moment, Daniel. Um, handy batting from Jason Thompson and Colin Smith, both making one run. Uh, we end up with seven for 156. And even at that point, I good thought... Good score. Good score. Even at that point, I thought, you know what, we're going to have to bowl well here. PR a good batting team. Fortunately, we did bowl well. Uh, Dalton King and Jason Thompson opened the bowling. Dalton King won for 24 of his four. Bold King caught King by his brother. So uh, good areas there. A, a royal wicket. It really was. Uh, Jason Thompson was a bit slow to get going, but once he did, uh, played a role. Bowled a bloke and had one caught on the boundary. Could add a third. LG did drop one off him, unfortunately, on the boundary. But uh, Tomo bowled really well. Tyler Saget, this man... What can't he do? One for 19 off his four. Bowled brilliantly. Uh, Myself, none for 20. Lee Martin and um, Silvestri were batting. And we've got a deep square cow corner mid on, long on. And I'm bowling middle and leg, same with like Cole, and they're sweeping us. So like, you're only going to get one out there. You need to go at 10 and over. Do you think I care that you're sweeping out there for one? Go for your life. Yeah, do it with every ball, mate. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Um, gee, Colin was r- real influential with the ball, and uh, he got he got he got real excited. I, he, uh, he he bowled uh, pissant, pissant, and, oh, and and Silvestri, and Silvestri. but the one he bowled pissant with. It was going down the leg side, and it's come off the thigh onto the stump. <laughs> and Colin's just gotten up and about. Uh, real exciting stuff. Got Sylvester as well, which was uh, good to see. And a very, very good win, which, uh, based on what we think the rule change will be, that two teams are going to go out of that group, as long as we win our last T20, Kent, we're going into a semi. Did I, or did I not say that we were a bigger chance of getting through to the semis than India in the T20 World Cup? You did. Dare to dream. It's happening, I mean, boys. It's I haven't, happening. I haven't heard confirmation from SMCA that that is the go yet, but since they sent that out, I just can't imagine enough cos being against it. Surely. So you'd think there will be a T20 semi. And the S aren't out of it either. If they can win their last one, it is it is possible. They are sitting in third at the moment. Their net run rates are 0.3 off Armadale. But if they can have a good win against Thornley, who seem a pretty strong side, you just never know, though. You just never know. I believe. So do I. Now, let's jump into the votes. No, no. We've still got the juniors. I apologise. I've gotten too early. I'm so excited about the votes. As you should be. But Mills Park Royals, uh, our junior cricket club, they're, they're going quite well. The under-12s, they're back in action on the weekend. Again, only had seven turn up. Get down there, lads. You have ten rock up at training and the seven rocking up to a game. Makes it hard for the batting t- for us batting and not being able to have all those wickets. I, I enjoy training, 
but I definitely enjoy playing more. Yeah, yeah. So we batted first, six for twenty-three, all out. Unfortunately, um, Jalen, where is though? Eight not out of fifteen. He's doing a bit of a job there, the young fella. So he can, he's doing a good job. Uh, Gosnells, they batted next, made three for hundred and nine, which I think. Overall, off 30 overs, a pretty good effort from the boys. Uh, kept it pretty tight, got an early run-out wicket, and just the figures and stuff seem to be a bit, little bit better. There seems to be improvement. Only 52 extras, which is a mu- much improved. So really well done from the lads. Um, the under-15s uh, absolutely gave uh, Willerton a walloping. Ooh, what uh, a shellacking. Yeah, Willerton Blue. And wait till you hear the full story. We bowled first, so we rolled them for 87, went out and batted. Um, five for 225. We still had six overs left to bat. The umpire then said, it's 11.30. Um, they've run out of time to bowl their over. We're calling the game. And I was like, that's strange. Okay. So I think we probably would have gone on to nearly make 280. Did we run over time with our bowling? No, we pulled them out. So I we have questioned the rule with the association because it's a, it's a stupid rule. So both teams have 115 minutes to bowl your, your 35 overs. Half bend from one end, half bend from the other. Okay. Um, it's a bit different. It's a bit different. Um, and I've sort of sent a clarification email or asking for a bit of... Uh, a bit of guidance. Guidance, because... Essentially, what you could do is, so then what happens is, let's say that they scored more than us, right? At the 29 over mark, we're on 225. If they're on 227, we would lose. So that, that does not make a lick of sense. So that means, as a bowling team, you could manipulate the game. You could, you could be like, okay, we're versing the best team in the comp today. Let's bowl really slow for 115 minutes and only give them 25. Yeah, overs. so obviously we bat first. Yeah, it's just... Put, put a score on. And then just drag our heels. So if you if you're batting your thirty five first, and let's say let's say you're on one hundred and thirty with five overs to go, last five overs, let's say you, you couldn't get anyway, you only make ten. Well, guess what? When you get that twenty five over, mate, you're going to just start bowling real slow to make sure they can't. It's just I, I find it really strange and a silly rule. Who came up with this rule? Well, I guess the the, the Southeast Metro Junior Cricket Council. I'd ask them to seek some counsel, mm-hmm. and then. Have a think about that rule. Look, full respect to the umpire. He adjudicated it beautifully. He was just following the rules. But I just think there should be a bit of clarification. Because if we finish 11.30, games usually finish at 12. It's not like we didn't have time. Exactly. Seniors aren't on afterwards. There's kids there waiting for parents for the next half an hour. I'm running a few training drills with boys because they're sitting around because there's kids who didn't even get a bat. You know, so... So it's just something we've got to work through, and I'm sure we'll work through it together. The SEM, JCC. Yeah, yeah. Have a think about that. Oh, they're, they're, they're on board, and I'm sure we'll, we'll work together and find a solution together. Um, having a look at that uh, that ladder for the, the 15s, it, there's something dodgy up with it at the moment because it's a whole lot of jargon if you open up that ladder, but it does have us in sixth. Um, different, different points. I think we get a few points when there's the buy, so I think that's why we are behind on actual points. But if you look on the MyCricket website, I think we'll get some points when there is a buy, which would jump us back into that four. So... Pretty important game this week. We got the other Willis inside. So. Okay, and we're yeah, we're there and thereabouts. We're in with a sniff. Yeah, we're right in the mix. On so. you boys, fingers crossed. All right, Kemp, it's time. Let's jump into the votes. Uh, the podcast player of the year. Do you do you have the tally board on you by chance or? I don't have it on me, but I could tell you uh, loosely who the top three are currently at, at the present moment in time. Go ahead. Uh, in no particular order, I oh. believe. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Rav. Oh. Uh, 
Warman. Oh. And Jake Collingwood. Jake Collingwood, wow. Off the top of my head. Big top three. And look, all of, all those three boys, I'm sure someone would absolutely love a brand new rooster cricket bat. Oh, mate. Mate, Ian doesn't even have a bat. Ian doesn't even have a bat. He'd go ballistic. For mate, he might start hitting people to get to the front of the line. Look, Warman, you keep tossing them up, brother, and I'll do my best to catch them, okay? And then between us, you know, maybe maybe I can use the stick that you win. <laughs> I mean, and Al share a stick. It, and, and what's wrong with that? Nothing. Not, not a thing. Me and Al adopted it, and he looks after it. I haven't used it for a while, but he always says, do you want to take it this way? No, you, mm. you hold it. Not to suggest that the results of the podcast player of the year, a prestigious award, will be contrived in any way. Yeah. We'll obviously give these votes fairly. Of course. Can I also say... That whilst it is sensational to have Josh and Rooster Cricket on board providing this prize, a little bit more in the works, a little bit more to come. Yeah. In negotiations for uh, for a second and a third place prize. Wow, that's huge. So keep a listen out for that, guys. Yep. And uh, hopefully some more news to come. Massive. Uh, let's do our first vote. I'll, I'll go first. Uh, my one vote, go to this guy. Crucial knock from him. And... He's more of a bowler, but he did the job of the bat this week for the S, and that's Andre Hale. I've Ooh. given him one vote. Okay, nice. So the Hailstorm gets involved there. Who do you give your one vote to? Uh, I kind of went a similar area. I thought we were going to be the same there for a moment. Um, this bloke took a year off cricket, mm. and he's come back, and now he's, he's found himself in the Fs. Yep. And he said a blistering by his standards, blistering 30 off 23, yeah. and then taken one for 18 off three. And I thought, you know what? Welcome back to cricket, bud. Jack Lockyer, one yeah, vote. Very good, very good. I've gone for the exact same reasons for the two votes, Jake Lockyer. Yeah, nice. nice. Jake Lockyer getting involved in the votes, which is good to see. So, uh, well done to him. He would have got two votes from me, except his facial salad's a bit ordinary. (laughs) And I know that's rich coming from me uh, on uh, day 10 of November with what can only be described as a monstrosity on my upper lip. (laughs) Who do you have uh, for two votes? Now, this guy would have got higher, um, but uh, as... Several people witnessed last Thursday at training. Oh, I was no. I was near assaulted and berated by by his father. You know now, sheep. I, I thought better of you, mate. I thought you were able to be impartial uh, about all things cricket related. But when it comes to your son, you're just a typical parent. Uh, so good on you for being a typical parent. You've cost your son uh, a vote. So Jake Lockyer, uh, sorry Jake Collingwood, will get two votes for his 56 and anchoring the innings. Very nice. Uh, my three votes I gave to Jake Collingwood. Uh, phenomenal again. The kid's in blistering form. Um, just keeps making runs for fun. On top of that, he made 46 on Sunday for my junior side. Uh, not out. So he is just... Uh, kid's good. In in prime form. So three votes I gave there to Jake Collingwood. Collingwood forever. Um, he's, his dad's really going to keep costing him votes if he's going to keep yelling at me for extended <laughs> periods of time. I promise you that. Oh, bang. Bang. Uh, my three votes... And... And this maybe might seem a bit strange, uh, considering it's not it's not the best performance of of the round by 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 any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Connor Breed, yep, he's thirty. He top scored in our in our top side, and he scored runs when 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 the going was tough. Yeah, and he dug deep and he he got us to within cooey of a sniff. Yeah, so a very mature innings, and uh, I really hope he can build on that for you know, his last couple of weeks. Yeah. Four votes I gave to Connor Breed. Oh, um, yeah, good. More because I just thought there's been a few times where he's gone up in this situation. 
and usually bombs doesn't put it together and he did put it together this time he got a 30 and it's good to see him going with a little patch of form and i heard as well that apparently in that second innings when he did bowl a couple overs apparently was bowling quite quick and was bowling quite well. Yeah, he was all right. Yeah, so, every, he, Colby gave everyone an over sort yeah. of thing. And yeah, his was good. That's good. Uh, who'd you, my five votes or your four votes? Your four this votes. This my four votes. Yeah. Um, I'm so surprised that you, that you've left this man out to this point. Who? So this bloke mm. comes down to your side, wins you the game basically off his own back. 84 of 58 rocks, yeah. six fours, five sixes. Also takes one for 19 off his four. Yeah. Tyler Saga, four yeah. votes. What a man. What, where do you think he's going, mate? He's got my five votes. Oh. What do you, what do you think is happening here? Well, if if he's gotten your five votes, and, and look, rightfully so, because the man is a jet. Yeah. And, and I can't wait for him to come back into our top side because he makes our side a lot better. Yeah. Also... I enjoy, um, and, and look, maybe maybe I should have given him five votes, but one of the things I enjoy most about Till is you don't get a lot out of him. He's a real strong, silent yeah. type. But what you do get out it's of him quality. is, yeah, it is, and it's a bit dry as well. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. There was one point on the weekend, um, I don't know if you know this, you probably do, I'm, Tommy's not a big fan of Silvestri. We're all aware of that. If you're listening, Silvestri, no worries. Which was just general banter, man. It, it is personal. You started it. Um, so, Jax was scoring next to me, and Till was depositing Silvestri. Well, that's, and that's Tom, pleasing. Tomo's at square leg umpire, and Jax just turns to me and goes, oh, Tomo would be really enjoying this. And I went, would he? He goes, yeah. And Tomo came off, and I said, Jax said this, and he goes, oh, yeah, I was enjoying yeah. that. <laughs> Good. Uh, Who do you give your five votes to? Now... When I was referring earlier that you've dogged someone, I did go a bit early. Uh, the man that you've dogged, you've you've robbed. Robbed. You, you've stolen votes from this man. Have I? And I believe I believe you've wronged him. But as we did discuss previously, he is a dog. So, Shion, you get five votes from me, you get none from Matty. Oh, look, I, know, I had him in my honourable mentions. He tried. Like he bowled okay, allegedly. Like. Your skipper talked to me last night, mate, and he said you said you bowled real good areas and real good swing. So because of that, you get you get five votes. So well done, mate. One thing I would say though is you were hazardously hazardously close to missing out on the votes because Shian's been doing great areas on our Instagram, you know, yeah, on the socials. He's been crushing it. But what I learnt last night, he's not responsible for all of the work. What? He's taking a bit of cred. Oh. For work that he hasn't no. work that he hasn't done. Like, well, look, let's just say all of the photography, not not from uh, his doing. Oh my god! So you still get the five votes package, but I just want you to have a real hard look at yourself in the mirror, or on your selfie camera, and just and just think about what you did. Honorable mention to the package as well. Um, still not going to get him a vote, but I took our junior blasters and master blasters tonight. The younger kids was a challenge, uh, but we got there. Last night I took them. Shireen, couldn't do it for the first night because it was his daughter's birthday. Mm. There were 19 of these kids, Stephen. And it was... Tough. Very tough. Mm. But thank you for coming down, and we hope to see you again next week. Please do. Please, please do. Times. 
All right, uh, we're pretty much done here, Stephen. Obviously, some big games this week. Uh, no games at Mills Park due to the Fusion Festival. But uh, don't go to the Fusion Festival. Come watch Kenwick play at some, some grounds around Perth. Well, look, I mean, the Fusion Food Festival is on a Friday night, so if you feel so inclined. So not on Saturday as well? Friday and Saturday. Oh, it's the double trouble. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, so, you know, obviously, go down on a Friday night, try some international cuisine, you know, do a ride, get your face painted, you know, whatever makes you feel happy. And I will be there. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah, of course. But then get yourself ready. Because on Saturday we're going we're going across park in Rowley Stone. And if you're a spectator, just coming up for a good time, cross park's where you want to be. Great setup, good beers. One of the most pleasant places to play cricket, outside of obviously the home of cricket, Mills Park. But look, if you're going there as a batsman, Gee, I hope that ground's quicker than the semi-final last You'd year. hope so, wouldn't you? Crikey, Moses. I reckon Ben Howard will be having nightmares this week, heading back there. Cold sweats? Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, I I, I can't complain about grounds anymore because I've never experienced a ground like that, and I don't reckon I will ever again. Surely it'd be quicker now. You'd hope so. It was even slightly quicker the next week when we watched the grand final there. That's true. But that semi was something else. Can I just say, at Rolly Stone, Cross Park specifically, there's a there's a particular beer that is served on tap there. Well, all of the beers served on tap there by a, by a place called um, Brew University. So that's just a little bit of a little bit of a tidbit for you as to what may be coming in terms of prizes for the podcast player of the year. Fair enough. Well, uh, yeah, should be should be a good game. Hopefully, you guys are. Get the big W. One day bees are at Armadale at Wynn Park for a one day, and then we've got next week in the T20 as well. Uh, F's uh, going to East Fremantle. Fremantle Park, isn't it? Yes, and sixth grade. Can't remember. Let me have a quick look. Phoenix at Belia. At Belia. Those, I tell you, that's sixth grade side, and uh, the F side. It's going to be 30 degrees, so it's like the first hot ish mm. day for the summer. Um, we're at Gwyn Park. Yeah, yeah, and we're in Rolly Stone. Ooh. So that Frio doctor is going to come real nice and handy about 7 o'clock when we're getting in our cast to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be... Uh, the other boys, though, playing in Frio, basically. Frio Belia, same guy. Yeah. They're going to get a beautiful breeze. They're going to love themselves. going to be a big week of cricket, so let's hope, uh, let's hope we come away with some wins. I said it last week. Six wins. Obviously, you know us and the and the twelves cost it. Let's let's build. Let's get six wins. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking to you all things Kenwick again, and looking forward to having you on next week. Hopefully, with a brand new guest. Who knows? Again, let us know who you want to hear. Yeah, let us know. DM us. Write us a letter. Yeah, call us. Slide into Maddie's DMs. Whatever you want to do. The Kemic Royals Cricket Club podcast is proud to be sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735.